This message is brought to you by Living Faith Church. You can find us on the web at livingbyfaith.com. We're going to continue our journey of uh, new creation. Um, Nate kicked us off with beholding. Last week, we talked about our new nature. Um, Today, we're going to focus on our old nature and how it ceased to exist. Thank you, Mr. Mark. So I hope you brought your Bibles, hope you brought your notes. Um, we're just going to rip this thing apart and just enjoy God. Um, I've learned something. You worship the thing you enjoy the most. So if I was the devil, I would complicate enjoying God now. And I think he's done that in the church. I think it's time we just stop. <laughs> stop. Joy is serious business in heaven. And his presence is fullness of joy, pleasures forevermore. Paul gave us a revelation, says, be joyful always, pray without ceasing, and it's all now. So last week, if you remember, I want to break this down again. This is you now. This is you now. And we talked about the difference between the brain, the natural, versus we have a mind, we have a spirit. And I asked you, where are all these things? And you guys all labeled them here, right? Where's the kingdom of God? in spirit, in our mind, right? In us. Where's the love of God? What was Jesus' prayer? I pray that their love would be in them, right? In us. Christ, where did he choose to live? Did he choose to live in our brain? No, he chose to live in us. Christ in us, the hope of glory, right? Where's our new creation? In Christ, in us, right? Everything we want to explore. So the journey for a Christian is a journey inward. So if I was the devil, I would make you so busy, you wouldn't have time to go in. I really believe there's an epidemic where we haven't learned to wait on the Lord. As I'm, I've learned since I've, I've been on this journey with God since November of really embracing what it means to wait on the Lord. And I learned this, it shuts this up, but it takes practice. It takes practice and involves, remember this guy, our will. So our will is the gateway. You get to choose. Amen. All right. So we're going to talk about the old nature. Are we ready? I'm so ready. You ready? I'm going to flip the board. Oh, oh, I'm so excited. I'm just so excited about this. So I have to go back to Genesis because we have to understand why we were created and then what happened in the fall. What happened? Uh, why, why, did, why does Paul say our, our old nature, right? That if anyone in Christ, old things have what? Passed away. Everything has become new, right? Brand new. Behold the new, right? So we have to understand what is the old, what the heck is this old? What's my old nature? I have sinful. What is this thing? Right. And last week I, I, I asked you guys, where's the sinful nature? And none of you could put it on you. Right. It was like, some of you had a little question mark, right? Up. And then we're like, wait a second. Right. So do you have a sinful nature here? No. Right. You guys proved it. You can't, I mean, all right. So we're going to talk about our old nature, but before that, we have to understand our first nature. When God created us, we have to understand that he formed us in his image, in his likeness. And we have to understand the nature of God. And the word clearly tells us that God is love, that in him is no darkness, that he's an all-consuming fire, that Jesus came to bring life and life more abundantly. So we were created from this very nature of who he is. Now, he created us as spirit, right? He formed our brain and then he breathed into us spirit, the breath of life. So in here, we had communion with God. God was our source. He was our everything. 
Now the Bible says this, and this is the first kind of word I want to give you. If you look at Genesis 2, the last verse in that scripture, it says this. You ready for this? It says, Adam and Eve were naked and they felt no shame. Say no shame. They felt no shame. And that word shame is this word, it's the word, it sounds like bush. So it's like hide behind a bush. They felt no shame. And that word means this. It's not just to be shameful or also disappointed. It's the word, you ready for this? It's the word delay. There was no delay in their communion with God. It was right there, immediate. That any question, it was right there. Their only option was him, him, him. It was God as source. It was the engine is right here and there was no delay. Has anyone ever had a delay in their walk with God? Bush, they felt no shame. There was no hesitation. There was no fear. Remember, perfect love cast out fear. So they were made from this image of love. So there was no delay in the relationship with God. It was 100% God, image and likeness we were made. So he created us, ready, for as he was our complete source. And then he put us in the garden and he said what? Tend and keep it, right? So we were created to be, ready? I love this. Filled and flooded with this. This was our source to the point where we did what to the natural realm? We tended, we dominated it. We reigned over it. We developed it. We told it what to do. This is huge. This is huge. We commanded everything. We named it and we did it with him as our source. Jesus said it this way, for without me, you can do. And they didn't do anything until that one time. (laughs) We're going to talk about that because we have to talk about that one time. Because the first thing they experienced was what? Delay. I didn't know that. It delayed because that that word, um, you see it next. I think it's Moses said he delayed to go to the mountain. There was a hesitation. There was no hesitation. There was no hesitation. It was immediate. It was, there's my source. What are we doing? There's my source. What are we going to name these? There was my source. There was no, they didn't know how to fear because we were made as God, as source, image, likeness. He's love. He's an all consuming. Think about love. Love thinks no evil. Love never turns off. Love only hopes for the best. So everything they touch had no option but to produce and make more life and more life. Zoe, right? Life. So when Adam sinned, and the first scripture I want to give you is Colossians 1. Look at verse 21. I'll do New King James if you can, Vange. Thank you. Sorry, I didn't really tell you this. So I want to talk about this. You guys got this delay? So what I love about Paul is he really tells us what happened in the fall. And it's this one scripture that really hit me. So as we know, natural, flesh, carnal, spiritual mind. And he says this. He's talking about Colossians all about the good news, but he tells this one little phrase to tell us about the old. And he says this, you who once were alienated and enemies in your what? In your mind by wicked works, yet he is now, we can just even stop there. Let's just keep it right there. You once were alienated and enemies in your where? What was affected? Top or bottom? Your mind, spirit, identity. So many of us try to work on our brain. Wasn't touched. Don't conform to the power of this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your, because this is identity. This is 
your, I'll just put ID, identity. So what happened was this, when Adam and Eve sinned, we bowed our knee to another source and we took on a sinful nature. We took on, ready, the very nature of evil. And it says this, our minds were alienated. Say alienated. That word means this. You ready for this? Because this is, this is what happened. Alienation means to estrange, to be ready. It means to be shut out from intimacy. To be shut out from intimacy. We could not connect as God is our source anymore. Which is spirit, say spirit. Which is how we were meant to be. So that word alienation also means this, perversions. Do you know what perversion is? It's when you use something for not its specific purpose. You were created for a specific purpose. Mankind was created for a specific purpose. To be run by who? God is our source. Spirit, love, to be motivated by love himself. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And Jesus said, for without me, you can do. We were, our whole reason we were allowed to was be motivated and moved by love himself, which is spirit. And we became alienated or perverted. What, what is this? This is what God told me about perversion. It's just when you get out of order. Take any drug. Take cocaine, take heroin. You separate what's in those things. They're beautiful. Are they not? But you put them in the wrong order. What happens? They're out of order. It creates death. So what happened is we became out of order. We became perverted because, and this is the biggest thing I'm learning with God. <laughs> He's a God of order. There's a God of order. We were called to be his first, to be moved by him. And when we became alienated, this is what happened. Instead of God being our source, Paul tells us in Romans 8, I want to look this up. We'll go there, Vance. Go to Romans 8, um, verse 6. He tells us what we took on, which is the carnal nature, the flesh nature. What is the carnal nature? What is the flesh nature? It says this, to be carnally minded is death. Now, if you look up the word carnally mind, it's the word Paul used as sarks. And it means this. It means human reasoning, decision-making without Holy Spirit, without the source we were supposed to be. You know what I mean? That's perversion. So uh, uh, the other word is animal instinct, which I will talk about this. Instinct. That's about right. So this is what happened. Because we lost God as our source, and Gavin teaches this beautifully, we became, guess who we became a slave to? Slave of sin, right? We became a slave to this guy. Now, is the brain evil? No, but when it gets out of order, yes. That's when we become perverted. All that happened is we became out of order. And now because we became a slave to this guy, who works, who, what, what area is this? Natural. Natural, right? Natural. Flesh. So it didn't take long. So if we lost love, what did we take on? Hmm? Hatred. Absolutely. But most importantly, <laughs> the opposite of love is me. I served I. It didn't take long for Adam to have hate towards his brother. And it didn't take long for murder to just creep in. So what happened is this. 
Instead of being God as our source, which then we in turn dominate the natural, we let the natural come in and this alienated our identity. We became a servant to slave or the natural or to my brain. My brain goes, I'm angry. I feel this. And we felt this. You've been on 66 and it's like, you have this thought, I'm going to ram them. And you do it. That's what we were doing. That's our old nature. We began listening to this guy. This guy became God. So instead of dominating the natural, we were slaves to the natural where fear came in, right? And if you look through the Old Testament, all you see is this, the natural influencing this, which changed our identity. Every story to the point where we're like, let's get to God. How do we get to God? Let's build a tower. That's human reasoning without Holy Spirit, right? The book of Judges, all these people trying to do what they're doing because of the fear of man. The outside world was influencing them because there was no reasoning with God anymore. We lost that source. So we became animal instinct, everything, right? It's everything was feeling. Everything was, was this feels this way. I'm going to jump on that. It was impulsive. It was reactionary. Anyone ever feel that? That's just brain. Say brain. So our minds were alienated, which means it just, it's perversion. It's, it got out of order. Does this make sense? Now, the other thing that I want to put in this category is say law. Cause this is huge. Cause law is here. Guess where grace is. You, you, you put it on this one. It's spirit. What is law? Anyone tell me what law is. We know what the law is, right? I'll tell you. And I'll give it just one word. Try. I have to try to get something. That's law. I have to try to get back to God. I have to try to become holy. I have to try to become worthy. I have to try to earn something. So we lived in a nature where we were trying to get something and it did not work because we were never created for that. Adam and Eve never tried. Think about that. They never tried to please God. They never tried. They never tried to impress him. They already had it. There was no delay. So we had this culture of we were trying. We were self-efforting. It was my plan, my way. I know what to do. I have this. Which alienated our identity. So our identity became enemies against God. So Paul says, you once who were alienated in your mind, because we let the natural, we let this guy get out of order. This was created to submit to this, right? So we think about Genesis. We take back to Adam. The source came here. We dominated out there. Now it was the opposite. We were influenced and we moved. We were impulsive quick. Does this make sense? That's called perversion. I'll say again, all perversion is are things out of order. And we serve a God of order. We serve a God of order. And I'm, I'm realizing this more and more. He has to be a God of order because if we don't submit to that order, we lose. I'm just going to say it. We lose. Now, can we stop looking at this guy? Can we go through what Jesus actually did on the cross? All right, Romans 6. If you have Romans 6, get ready. We're going to go through. We're going to do the amplified message and the passion. Yes, we're working tonight. Did you guys read it over homework? I gave you guys homework, right? You guys read it out loud? I hope you guys read it out loud. 
I talked to a few people who are like, how oh, come I never read the Bible out loud? I need to do that more. I'm like, I know. Read it out loud in front of someone. All right, ready? Romans 6. Now, we're going to do it in the message, and then we'll go to the passion. But Romans 6, verse 6. We have to look at the cross now. So Romans 6, verse 6, you have your phones, go to the message. We're going to bounce around. We're going to do verses 6 through 11. We'll keep it just for a little bit. Don't get used to that. We <laughs> ready? Verse 6. Could it be any clearer? Our old way of life was nailed to the cross with Christ. A decisive end to that sin-mesorable life. No longer captive to sin's demands. Well, what we believe is this. If we get included in Christ's sin-conquering death, we also get included in his life-saving resurrection. We know that when Jesus was raised from the dead, it was a signal of end of death as the end. Never again will death have the last word. When Jesus died, he took my sin down with him, but alive, he brings God down to us. I love that picture. From now on, here we go. Think of it this way. Sin speaks a dead language that means nothing to you. God, love, Father, Abba speaks your mother tongue and you hang on every word. You are dead to sin and alive to God. That's what Jesus did. I'll say that again. And you hang on every word. Our old nature was, we hang on every impulse. I feel angry, I murder. I feel jealous, I'm going to hate. I, 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 I hung on every word that this guy produced. Some of us still do that today. Every thought that comes, we, we own it. What I just told you is everything's back in order. Now we're going to talk about this. Now I want to read the same verses. Go to the, if you have the message, go to the message. I'm sorry, we just the message, uh, the passion. Romans 6, we do the same thing, 6 through 11. Because this is going to paint pictures for you. Because if this can click for you, uh, and I'm going to say some mean things a little later in a good way, but I'll show you why. <laughs> so this is passion, Romans 6, verse 6. Are we ready? If you have your phones, here we go. Could it be any clearer that our former identity is now and forever deprived of its power? For we were co-crucified with him to dismantle the stronghold of sin within us so that we would not continue to live one moment longer submitted to sin's power. Say brain. Obviously, a dead person is incapable of sinning. And if we were co-crucified with the anointed one, we know that we will also share in the fullness of his life. We know that since the anointed one has been raised from the dead to die no more, his resurrection life has vanquished death and its power over him is finished. For by his sacrifice, he died to sin's power once and for all. But now, say now, he lives, <laughs> I love this, continuously for the Father's pleasure. So let it be the same with you, since you are now joined with him, right? This is now, since you are now joined with him, you must continually view yourselves as dead and unresponsive to sin's appeal while living daily for God's pleasure in union with Jesus, the anointed one. 
Isn't that beautiful? I'm going to quote. It made me mad when he said it, but I like it. I'm going to quote Graham Cook. (laughs) If Jesus took the sin away from the world, what idiot brought it back? (laughs) We have to be honest. When he said that, I was like, well, that's rude. (laughs) But it it, it made me realize something. Because I've been a Christian for since 2005, and I'm honest, and, and, and I feel like I'm just tasting this. And I was like, why did it take so long? And the biggest thing that I got was, I kept looking at this, like this was evil. Like this is what I need to fix. Like I have a bad thought, so I have to surrender to it. Was this affected in the fall? Or did it just get out of order? Just got out of order, right? So the only reason I became slave to this, which what we just read, it's still there, but you have a different option. You have a new option. You have a new option. I'm going to talk about this. Um, Let's keep reading real quick in the message. I want to read verses 12 through 14, because this is going to explain it. Romans 6, 12 through 14 message. Are we ready? That means you must not give sin a vote. Say it again. You must not give sin a vote. Say will. What's the gateway? The will. You must not give sin a vote in the way you conduct your lives. Don't give it the time of day. Don't even run little errands that are connected with that old way of life. Throw yourselves wholeheartedly and full time. Remember, you've been raised from the dead into God's way of doing things. Sin can't tell you how to live. After all, you're not living under the old tyranny any longer. You're living in the freedom of God. (laughs) I could be honest with you. That sounds so nice, but for most of my Christian life, I (laughs) know, just being honest with you, no. Anyone else like that? I've read that. That sounds so pretty. So pretty. Wow. So pretty. I don't have to let sin tell me what to do. I'm not under this old tyranny any longer. I'm living in the freedom of God. What's the problem? This is the biggest thing I've learned. And I learned it from Paul. Do you guys remember the scripture I gave you that got him here? Do you guys remember the scripture? It's in Corinthians. Paul, who was so brain, how did he quit the brain? What did he say? I'm determined to what? Say it again. 1 Corinthians 2.2, I am determined to know nothing except Jesus and Jesus crucified. In other words, I am determined to no longer say I know things because I don't know. Because he, when he was Saul, living in the law, I know God so well that I'm murdering people. I know God so well and I'm so right. And then he met Jesus and he said, holy, I know nothing. I'm wrong. I'm losing. I'm going to say it again. I'm wrong. I don't have it. I'm determined to know nothing because I don't have it. I'm masking it. I'm pretending to be religious. I'm pretending to be spiritual. But if I'm honest, there's no transformation. There's no kingdom. There's no life. There's no peace. So what brought him here? I am determined to know nothing. 
which does one thing. It causes me to surrender and wait. If I don't, if I know things, I will plot and scheme with this guy and I might even get some results. But if I'm honest with you, I didn't change in here. We've all have done things that it looked pretty on the outside, but inside there's no life and peace. Yes. How did Paul live from the heart? He determined to know nothing, which caused him to surrender. And I said this yesterday into the arms of a loving savior in everything. That was his option. It said, I can know things or I can surrender into the arms of my loving savior and be moved there. I can surrender into the arms of a forgiving father into the arms of the one who created me first into the arms of every spiritual blessing that I probably need right now. He surrendered his will. I'm going to give you a formula. It's going to, when I first heard it, it was like, Ooh, but I'm just going to say it to you. If the Holy Spirit's not in it, everyone look at me, eyes look at me. The Holy Spirit's not in it, you lose. I'll say that again. If Holy Spirit's not in it, you lose. I'm going to say it one more time. If Holy Spirit's not in it, you lose. Because it means God was not your source, you were. Now, how do we get to God as our source? I gave you one scripture. I've learned something. Can I tell you what I'm learning? Being a father, being so many things. You know what I'm addicted to right now? Losing. I love losing. Paul loved to lose. Do you know what he learned? Thank you for asking. Go to Galatians 2. Go to Galatians 2, verse 19 through 21. I want to teach you how to win, but you first have to lose. Here's what we've done our whole life. Before I read this, what happens when you lose, when you're taught in this world, when you're knocked down, what do you do? You get back up. You try again. You try and you try again. If I'm keep magging, if I'm angry at my wife, I'm going to try and try again. I'm going to try to, I'm going to, I'm going to try. I'm going to keep trying to be patient and kind. I'm going to try, 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 try. You know what Paul did? He said, I'm done trying. I quit. I quit. I absolutely quit. I'm trying to fix my behavior. I'm trying to fix, I can't do it. I quit. This world tells you to keep trying. God's answer is quit. Quit and fall into the arms of the loving Savior who will change you himself. Not by strength, not by might, by his spirit. I'll say it again. He's betting on that you will, if you live up here long enough, you will quit and you will meet the arms of a loving Savior and watch him do something to you in spirit. Instead of changing your behavior, he'll change you are from the inside out. Galatians 2, are we ready to read it? Here's Paul. What actually took place is this. We've all done this. I tried keeping the rules and working my head off to please God. And guess what? It didn't work. Anyone ever tried that? I'll pray enough. I'll worship enough. Three songs, I'm going to get some presents. Yes? If I go on my knees long enough, if I, if I stop doing this one thing, I'll get it. That's you trying. He did it all. He lived in the law. He tried to impress. Anyone ever done that? How many of you try to do that today? Oh God, I had those bad thoughts. I'm going to try to stop having those thoughts. 
and they won't ever do that. You're trying. That's you again. What did Paul do? So I quit being a lawman. I quit my brain plotting. I told him, you're fired. You're done. I quit being a lawman so that I could be God's man. Christ's life showed me how, and he enabled me to do it. I identified myself completely with him. Indeed, I have been what? Crucified with Christ. My ego is no longer central. It is no longer important that I appear righteous before you or have your good opinion. I am no longer driven to impress God. Christ lives in me. The life you see me living is not mine, but it is lived by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me, and I'm not going to go back on that. I quit being a brain man. I quit trying, and I just quit. What does that look like? I'll tell you. Remember that word, bush? Anytime we try, you just delayed the love of God. Anytime we try, I'm serious, this is a big one. Anytime we try our self-effort, what we are saying is we are not accepting that Jesus was the perfect sacrifice to get this now. So Paul said, my plotting and scheming, I'm done with you. I know nothing. I quit which caused him to wait and live here. And this is where he wrote, pray without ceasing. It's possible to live here in everything. And I'm learning how to do this. Ask me how. I'm learning to quit. And this is what it looks like. I've been raising my two-year-old. As you know, when I found frustration and rage, I was manifesting my idea. And I was trying to, okay, I'll keep it together next time. I'll do better. I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. I'll, 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 you know, I won't hit him. I'll squeeze his arm. <laughs> right? I'll, 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 I'll do things. And it got to the point where I said this to God. I don't have it. I quit. And as soon as I said I quit, I did something I waited on the Lord to where he did it himself. He has to do it himself. This is huge. He has to do it himself. He wants to do it himself. And from this, everything will change. Every day I'm, I do this. I love it. Uh, it happened. Uh, oh, can, I, can I be honest with you? <laughs> if we could learn to quit we win. <laughs> that sounds so backwards. <laughs> I'll say it again. If you learn to quit, you win. Because what you're quitting is, it's no longer on you. It's no longer. It's back on the one who gets all the glory. It's whose idea from the start was his. I'll give you another verse. Go to Galatians chapter 6, and then I'll tell you. This is Galatians 14 through 21. Message, we ready? I love this. It's beautiful. 14 through 16 message, Galatians chapter 6. 
for my part, I'm going to boast about nothing but the cross of our master, Jesus Christ. Because of that cross, I have been crucified in relation to the world, set free from the stifling atmosphere of pleasing others and fitting into the little patterns that they dictate. Can't you see the central issue in all this? It's not what you and I do. Submit to circumcision, reject circumcision. It's about this. It is what God is doing. And he is creating something totally new, a free life. All who walk by this standard are true to Israel of God, his chosen people. All who walk by this standard. I've been doing this new thing in my life. And uh, I want to share the old way versus the new way. In December, um, how many of you have had this? You know you need to get in shape. (laughs) The Holy Spirit spoke like, buddy, come on. Now, this is what I did a year ago. You know what I did? God spoke. I got it. I know how to lose weight. I know how my body works. I know I've gotten big before. I know how to do it. The problem with this, the root of the flesh ends in what? Every time. In other words, it doesn't last. It never lasts. It never lasts. It never goes the distance because it never came from the source where it's supposed to come from. So this December, I did something. I had my plans and I said, God, I quit. And I said, what do you say? I'll do anything. And he spoke. And every day I've done this. I'm not going to lie to you. I've lost 20 pounds. It's been the easiest freaking thing in the whole world. And here's the difference, if I'm honest with you, between last year. It's never going to stop because I don't feel any weight on me at all. I know I'm not doing it. I don't have to flex. I literally, every day is, I have a plan my brain likes to put out, and then people send me stuff. (laughs) Just kidding, you you know who you are. (laughs) And I go, okay, I don't know. This might be a good plan. But here's what we tend to do, and we do it with teachings. It worked for Rafa, I'm gonna do it. I just, I didn't go to the source at all. I'll say it again. If Holy Spirit's not in it, you lose. You lose. If you copy someone's plan, you lose. You lose. You're meant to be you. If it works for Bill Johnson, doesn't mean it works for you. You lose. There's a new standard. You know nothing. You go to him. You know nothing. I'm doing things that don't make sense. And they know my lifestyle, my diet. And it doesn't make sense. I should be passing on the floor right now. But I'm not. Do you see that in me? Not at all. Why? I quit. I literally quit, which caused me to wait and get it from him. And I do it every day. And anytime I manifest something, guess what I can do? Say no delay. I quit. The other day, I manifested something to my wife. And you know what I did? 
I just said, I went away and I went, I quit, I quit, I lost, yay, I was so happy to lose because I realized I quit, I can't do it, I wait, and I, 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 I poop you not, he, when I do that, he changes me every time, no, I'm serious, I really want to like stress this, if I dare do it, he does it every time, every day I'm like, my God, this isn't stopping, there have been days where like, I won't even eat or do anything, I'm just like, he's just not stopping, Romans 8, <laughs> is that funny? I'm sorry. It works for me, but I want you to see. <laughs> that's right, don't sell his diet plan. And that's the key. What does my brain want me to do? Serve this guy first. A word for Rafa, I'm going to do it. It's what Paul was saying there. Circumcision, yeah, he's circumc- I'll, I'll get more circumcised too. Let me, let me copy that plan. Stop. I'll say it again. I'm telling you, this really hit me. If Holy Spirit's not in it, you lose. You lose. And here's what happened. A year ago, I would go to the gym and I'd go work out because I know how to do it. And I was there for me. And I would look at people and I'd be irritated by them. I would like size them up. I would do things. Why? Why? Who was I about? Me. I was doing my plan. He said, get in shape. And I said, I got the plan, baby. I got the plan. I went to YouTube. I went to athleanx.com. P90, baby. I'm just, this is just an example. And here's what that looks like spiritually. God says this, Abel, Rafa, PC, let's go to the other side. And we go, we got God's plan. We're going to the other side. And this is what we do. We'll build a boat. And we build a boat. And we build this amazing sail. And we go, God, look, a sailboat. And he goes, I'm not going to blow on that. You didn't even come to me. Where, where, where did it, where'd you get the boat? And God goes, I'm not going to blow on that. And then guess what we do? Okay, okay. We have oars. We'll use our oars. And this is what we do. We use oars and we start moving. And we're going, hey, we're getting some results. It's working. If you're honest, your identity didn't change at all. Your behavior, you're trying to fix your behavior. And I know this about you. You're coming to an end you will come to an end. It will not last. I bet my house on it. You're coming to an end. I'll say it again. If Holy Spirit's not in it, you lose. So quit. That's my lesson. Quit. Quit and fall into the arms of a loving Savior and see what he does with you. See what he does with you. It will be supernatural. It won't be strength. It won't be might. It will be his spirit and he will get all the glory if you quit. And now here's what's happening at the gym compared to last year. Now I'm at the gym and I go, I know nothing. And I move and I can't help, but I'm, I, I get attracted to the person next to me. And I mean like, like, not like, you know what I mean? Like a godly love. Take a fight that, thank you. <laughs> I feel God's love for people. Why? I didn't do anything except quit. Now he's doing everything. I was at the gym yesterday and it was beautiful. Because a year ago, I'll, I'll, I'll do this because something similar happened a year ago. I was at the gym and this guy's doing the wrong thing. There's a certain part where you're supposed to move in order. And I said, God, he's doing it wrong. 
And I said, you know, I'll let him do his thing. I'll just, I'll just go around. And God's like, are you afraid of confrontation? I'm like, no. He's like, go confront him. You love him. I'm like, I do love him. So I, I want to leave him alone. He's like, I'm not calling you to do that. Go interrupt his workout. And, I, and he spoke. He spoke. That's what he said. And I said, okay. I said, hey, how you doing, sir? Hey, um, I don't know if you know, but this area is, you know, it's for a designated workout. And there are people waiting. And we're trying to do a circuit training. And he was like, bleepity, bleepity, bleep. This is the other day. You're used to I'm like, yeah, man. I said, but they have that machine down there. You know, this, this area is just moved for that. Like, I'm sorry, man. And like, he just gave me that look and walked away. And I said, okay, God, you're working out. He's like, we're working out. And we worked out. And then he said this, you're going to go up to him afterwards. And you're going to tell him what you love him. So I got done with my workout. I went right back to him. I said, hey, man. And I tapped his leg. And I, it must have been the position because he was down. The, second, the first time he just cursed me. The second time, I guess when he was sitting lower, he saw me. And he said, oh, man, I didn't know you were that big. <laughs> and there was no ounce. And there, there, was, there was no drop of hate or anything in him. It was like, hey, man, I, I just want to say I love you, man. And I love what you're doing. And I said, I don't know if you know this, but that, that thing I'm doing over there, it's amazing. If you want to do it, like, I'll do it with you. That thing's actually amazing. What happened? This died. He's killed this. When I quit this, my identity becomes here. And what's my original purpose of my identity? To do what to the natural? To dominate, to reign, to influence, to I tell it what to do. And now I'm dominating my gym. A year ago, that same thing would have happened and I would have sized them up. I would have sized them up, been like, you lose. I quit back in November, people. It's not an option. It is an option. I found a better option. I quit. So the reality is this about the will. No matter what you go through, you have a better option. Will you quit? I hope you quit. Because if you quit, he wins, which means you win. And I'll say this, when you quit, there's no delay. There's no delay. Going back to that, that nature of Bush, there's no delay. That's the biggest thing I learned about quitting. As soon as I quit, there's no delay. There's, I get it like that. But when I plot and scheme, what am I doing? I'm delaying. I'm delaying. Yesterday, Joe and I, we had a Bible study that I shouldn't have. <laughs> Because it was Valentine's Day. That was the joke. So, so I did, I did a Bible study yesterday and it was, I know, and like, sure enough, Joe comes in. I'm like, you're married. Why are you here? And then Sean Millar came in. Dan Patterson came in. I was like, you guys are all in the doghouse. Why did you guys show up? And then Joe goes, what do you say? Natasha told me to tell you, you need to tell Pastor Abel, he can't be doing that. So guess what I did on my drive home? God, I lose. I quit. I'm not even going to try to love my wife. I just quit. And as soon as I did that, I can't tell you. It's supernatural what he does in here. You can't explain it. Romans 8 says it this way. His spirit touches my spirit and confirms who I am, who I really am. He does it himself. His spirit touches my spirit and introduces me to the new me. And he does it. As soon as I quit. Or before I would drive home and go, what would I do? I'll go to Walmart. I'll get flowers. I'll get chocolate. I'll get that big bunny. I'm trying again. It's amazing. Honestly, I, I, I watch tomorrow. You're going to be so aware of where you're trying. You're going to be so aware of your trying. 
You'll be in your car and get on 66 and you're going to try to behave. You're going to try not to go around them. You know what I've done now? As soon as I get in the car, I just go, I quit. I know nothing. And from there, I, 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 I can't explain it except it's no longer I, but Christ. That's such a reality. When I quit, that reality becomes true. It's no longer I who live, as Paul would say, but Christ in me. And in him, in me, I live and move and have my being. And ready for this, in him, all things are possible. So now I'm starting to explore of like, okay, what else is possible in my gym? Now I'm starting to like go crazy with my thoughts with him and him. Like, okay, I just said hi to a guy and that touched him. What else can we do in here? Now I'm like frothing at the mouth when I go to the gym. Because I quit. This make sense? So this is your homework. Your homework is to read Romans 8 now out loud. <laughs> I want you to read Romans 8. And here's what I want you to do. Because you can just start. Anytime, worry, stress, fear, you find yourself going, don't delay anything. Just go, just do what I do. Just go, yes, I quit. But a lot of times we don't quit. We try to fix the problem. Stop. Stop. Let God be God, as Nate would say. Behold him. Let God be God. You do your part. What's your part? Quit and surrender to the arms of a loving Savior. Quit. Amen? I'm telling you, try it tonight when you get in your car. How many of you drove here angry? Anyone? Don't raise your hand. Okay, okay. If you did, great. Awesome. Awesome. Me too. You know what I do? But here's the thing, though. Guess Here's the good thing about God. I get to quit. I get to get in my car again and go, I quit. I miss it today. I, I get the next moment. I get to quit. But here's the thing about quitting. You surrendered your will. Now, here's, here, here's the thing we have to practice. Are you willing to wait? And I'll end with my last verse tonight, and then we'll get out of here. Romans 6, it's the last verse, 22 through 23, Romans 6, 23 through 23 in the message. Because when you quit, this is what you become addicted to, which now I'm experiencing every day. Because people will, will give me influence and tell me ideas, and I, I'll listen to them, but I always quit with them. Because I know, I don't care how good the idea is. If he's not in it, I've realized I lose. But here's what Paul said. This is the message, 22 through 23. Because here's what he figured out, ready? But now that you found you don't have to listen to sin tell you what to do, I don't have to listen to what thought comes. I don't have to listen to it. It's just out of order. Well, have to listen to it. Don't make it, don't, don't rebuke it. Don't, uh, don't give yourself deliverance. Stop it, please. I don't have to listen to, to what, here's his answer. What does he say? I don't have to listen to sin tell you what to do. I have discovered the delight of listening to God telling you. What a surprise. A whole healed, put together win. Right now. The minute I quit, a whole healed, put together life right now with what? With more and more life on the way. Work hard for sin your whole life. Do it your way. Your pension is death. But God's gift is real life, eternal life, delivered. I love this, this verse. Delivered by Jesus Christ himself. He delivers. It's called Jehovah Jireh for a reason. He provides, he supplies. Stop it. Stop. Just quit. 
Get out of your brain. Just quit. Say it out loud. And I do it out loud. I quit. This sucks. This is not working. It does. But we have to be honest. Because if not, we'll start trying to, we'll mask it. We'll mask our spirituality. We'll like, I got it together. I'm a great worshiper. Stop, stop. Just, just, just quit. Quit trying to please God and be God's man and fall into the arms. I love saying this every time and I love doing this. Fall into the arms of the loving Savior. Every time I quit and I get it daily now, I fall into the arms of a loving Savior. Because no matter what I do up here, He doesn't change. Where sin abounds, grace superabounds. He wins. All right, hands on your hearts. Holy Spirit, help. Help. If there's any area where we're plotting, we're scheming, we're trying, help us quit. Help us what it means to surrender to the arms of a loving Father, a Father who thinks no evil, a Father who keeps no record of wrongs against us, that no matter what position I'm in, I can just quit and fall into your arms. Holy Spirit, teach us that in this walk, there doesn't have to be any delay of experiencing your love. That no matter what moment I'm going through and I might be frothing at the mouth, I can get you and fall into the arms of you right then and there. Holy Spirit, highlight any area of our life that you're not in. We give you full permission to tell us where we're losing or where we need to lose. Show us. Because if you don't do it, we lose. Show us, Holy Spirit. Show us. Yeah. Show us. Yeah, we just thank you, Father. Thank you for tonight. I bless every person here. And I pray they just quit. (laughs) In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love you guys. Read Romans 8 out loud. Find somebody. Go quit.